Hi everyone. Um, I cannot. I well, sorry. Um, I did. I wish I, I tried posting last Saturday, but um, it I couldn't because I was at uh, my cousin's. So um, today uh, I will be. Um, I'm gonna try be. I'm gonna try posting every Saturday. Um, for um, as long as I can. Uh, if I post on Sunday or later or earlier, it's because um, I don't have time on some of the days. But yeah, let's get tr- started. Okay, let's start reading. We're going to be reading chapter 12 of Warrior Cats uh, Into the Wild. Firepaw peered over the hollow of a, of a brush-covered slope. Graypaw and Ravenpaw crouched beside him. Next to them, a group of Thunderclan elders, queens, and warriors waited in the undergrowth for Bluestar to give the signal. Firepaw had not been to this place since his first journey with Lionheart and Tigerclaw. The steep-sided glen looked different now. The rich greenness of woods had been bleached away by the cold light of the full moon and the leaves on the trees glowed silver. At the bottom stood the large oaks that marked where the center, the corner of each clan's territory touched the tree, three, the other three. The air was thick and warm with scents of cats from from the other clans. Fireball could see them quite clearly in the moonlight. Moving about below in the grassy clearing lay between the four oaks. In the center of the clearing, a large jagged rock rose from the forest floor like like a broken tooth. Look at all those cats down there, hissed Ravenpaw under his breath. There's Crooked Star, Graypaw hissed back, RiverClan's leader. Where? Fireball meowed, nudging Graypaw impatiently. That light-colored tabby beside the great rock. Firepaw followed Graypaw's nod and saw a huge tom, even bigger than Lionheart. Sitting at the center of the clearing, his striped coat shone pale in the moonlight. Even from this distance, his old face showed the signs of harsh life, and his mouth looked twisted, as if it had once been broken and healed badly. Hey, Mew Graypaw. Did you see Sandpaw spit when I told her I hope I hope she had a nice evening at home? You bet, Firepaw purred. Ravenpaw interrupted them with a mouthful growl. Look, there's Broken Star, Shadow Clan's leader, he hissed. Firepaw looked down at the b- dark brown tabby. His fur was unusually long and his face was broad and flattened. There was a stillness in the way he sat and he stared around him that... He stared around him that made Firepaw's fur prickle uncomfortably. He looks pretty nasty, Firepaw muttered. Yeah, agreed Graypaw. He's he's certainly got a reputation among among all the clans for not suffering fools gladly. (coughs) And he's not been leader that long. Four moons, ever since his father, Ragged Star, died. What does the leader of one clan look like? Firepaw asked. Tallstar? I've never seen him, but I know he's black and white and has a very long tail. 
answered Graypaw. Can you see him now? asked Gra Ravenpaw. Graypaw peered down, searching the crowd of cats below. Nope. Can you send any wind clan cats? Firepaw asked. Graypaw shook his head. No. Lionheart's meow sounded softly beside them. The wind clan cats may just be late. But what if they don't turn up at all? You, Graypaw. Hush. We all, we must all be patient. These are difficult times. Now keep quiet. Blue Star ha will give the signal to move soon. Lionheart meowed quietly. As he spoke, Blue Star stood and holding her tail high, flicked it from one side to the other. Firepaw's heart missed a beat as the Thunder Clan cats rose as one and bounded down the th through the bushes. Down to war down toward the meeting place. He raced alongside them, feeling the wind rush in his ears and his paws tingle with anticipation. The Thunder Clan cats paused instinctively on the edge of the clearing outside the boundary of the oaks. Blue Star sniffed the air, then she nodded, and the troop moved forward into the clearing. Firepaw felt thrilled. The other cats looked even more impressive close up. Milling about the great rock, a large white warrior strode past. Firepaw and Ravenpaw looked at him in awe. Look at his paws, Ravenpaw murmured. Firepaw looked down and realized the huge paws of them, Tom, were jet black. Must be Blackfoot, mewed Graypaw, ShadowClan's new deputy. Blackfoot stalked over to Broken Star and sat down beside him. I lost my place. Okay. The Shadow Clan leader acknowledged him with a twitch of one ear, but said nothing. When does the meeting begin? Ravenpaw asked Whitestorm. Be patient, Ravenpaw, he answered. The sky is clear tonight, so we have plenty of time. Lionheart leaned over and added, We warriors like to spend a little time boasting about our victories when while the el elders swapped tales about their ancient days before the two legs came here. All three apprentices looked up at him, and his whiskers twitched mischievously. Dappletail, one eye, and small ear headed straight off toward a group of el elderly cats who were, s were settling themselves below one of the oak trees. Whitestorm and Lionheart strode over to another pair of warriors, whom, whom Firepaw did not know. He sniffed the ears and recognized their scent as River Clan. Blue Star voice sounded behind the three apprentices. Don't waste any of your time tonight, she warned. This is a great opportunity to make, meet your enemies. Listen to them. Remember what they look like and how they behave. There is a great deal to be learned from these meetings. And say little, warned Taggerclaw. Don't give anything away that might be used against us once the moon has waned. Don't worry, we we won't, Firepaw promised hastily, looking into Taggerclaw's eyes. The feeling that Taggerclaw didn't trust his loyalties lingered with him still. The two warriors nodded and moved on, and the, th and the apprentices were left alone. They looked at each other. What do we do now? Firepaw asked. What they said, Ravenpaul uh, replied Ravenpaul. Listen, and don't say too much, Graypaw added. Firepaw nodded gravely. I'm going to see where Tigerclaw went, he meowed. Well, I'm going to go find Lionheart, mewed Graypaw. You coming, Ravenpaw? No, thanks. 
Ravenpaw replied. I'm going to find some other apprentices. Okay, we'll meet up later, mewed Firepaw. He trotted in the direction Tigerclaw had taken. He scented Tigerclaw easily and found him sitting at the center of the great group of huge warriors behind the great rock. Tigerclaw was speaking. It was a tale Firepaw had heard many times at the camp. Tigerclaw was describing the recent battle against RiverClan, the hunting party. I wrestled like a lion clan cat. Three warriors tried to hold me, but I threw them off. Fought them until too late, knocked out, and the other had run off into the forest like a kit crying for its mother. This time, Tigerclaw didn't mention killing Elkhart and the vengeance of for Redtail's death. Perhaps if so, if he doesn't offend the River Clan warriors, Firepaw decided. Firepaw listened politely to the end of the story, but a familiar scent was distracting him. As he, as soon as Tigerclaw had finished speaking, Firepaw turned and crept away toward the sweet smell, which was coming from a group of cats nearby. He found Paw sitting among these cats, but that was not the scent that he had followed. Sitting opposite Paul between two River Clan toms was Spotted Leaf. Firepaw glanced at at her shyly and settled himself beside his friend. Still no scent of one clan, he mewed to Paul. The meeting hasn't begun yet. There may still come, replied his friend. Look, there's Running Nose. He's the new Shadow Clan medicine, medicine clap. Apparently, okay, he's the new Shadow Clan medicine cat. Apparently, he nodded toward a small gray and white cat at the center of the group. I can see why they call him Running Nose. Running Nose, Firepaw remarked. The medicine cat nose was wet and at the tip and encrusted around the edges. That's gross. Yep, replied Graypaw with a scornful growl. I can't see why they appointed him when he can't even cure his own cold. Running Nose was telling the cats about a herb that the medicine cats used in the old days to cure kitten cough. Since the two legs came in, filled the place with hard earth and strange flowers. He complained in a high-pitched yell, the herb has disappeared, and kittens die needlessly in cold weather. The cats gathered around him, yelling their disapproval. It never would have happened in the time of the great clan cats, growled at a black river clan queen. Indeed, mewed a silver tabby. The great cats would have killed any two-leg that dared enter their territory. If Tiger Clan roamed this forest still, two legs would not have built this this far into our land. Then Firepaw heard Spotted quiet mew. If Tiger Clan still roamed these forests, we would hardly have made it our made our territory here either. What's Tiger Clan? Made a small voice beside them. Firepaw noticed a little tabby apprentice from one of the other clans sitting beside him. Tiger Clan is one of the great cat clans that used to roam the forest. Graypaw explained quietly. Tiger Clan is a, is cats of the night. Big ass horses with jet black stripes. Then there is Lion Clan. There, Graypaw hesitated, frowning as he tried to remember. Oh, I've heard of them, mewed the tabby. They were as big as Tiger Clan cats, and they're with yellow foot fur, golden manes like rays of the sun. Graypaw nod- nodded. And then is the other one, Spotty Clan, or something like that. 
I expect you're thinking of Leopard Clan, young Grey Paul, mute a voice behind them. Lionheart, Grey Paul greeted his mentor with an affectionate touch of his nose. Lionheart shook his head in a mock despair. Don't you youngsters know your history? Leopard, Leopard Clan are the swi swiftest cats, huge and golden, spotted with bl black paw prints. You can thank Leopard Clan for the speed and hunting skills you now possess. Thank them. Why? asked the tabby. Lionheart gazed down at the little princess and answered, There is a trace of all the cats in every cat today. Um, guys, um, we will uh, be right back after a break. Um, I also want to just say, um, I think they mean like leopard, as in like those, as in leopards, like leopard clan, and like, um, I guess they are like talking about the how like lions hunt in packs and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, see you guys after the break. Bye. Welcome back from the break. If you hear that noise behind me, that's the vacuum. I can't do anything about it. Um, okay, let's uh, finish reading the chapter. We would not be night hunters without our Tiger Clan ancestors, and our love for the sun's warmth comes from Lion Clan. He paused. Are you a Shadow Clan apprentice? Aren't you? How many moons are you? The tabby stared awkwardly down at the ground. S six moons, he stammered, not meeting Lionheart's eye. Rather small for six moons, Lionheart murmured. His tone was gentle, but his gaze was searching and curious and serious. My mother was small, too, answered the tabby nervously. He bowed his head and backed away, disappearing into the crowd of cats with a twitch of his light brown tail. Lionheart turned to Firepaw and Graypaw. Well, he might be small, but at least he was curious. If you only showed, if you two showed as much interest in the stories your elders tell. Sorry, Lionheart, Firepaw and Graypaw mewed, exchanging doubtful glances. Lionheart grunted good-naturedly. Oh, go away, the pair of you. Next time, I hope Blue Star decides to bring apprentices who appreciate what to hear. And with a half-hearted growl, he chased them away with the group. Come on, purred Graypaw as they leaped away. Let's see where Gra Ravenpaw got into. Ravenpaw was in the middle of, the, of a group of apprentices who were clamoring for him to tell them about the battle with RiverClan. Go on, Ravenpaw, tell us what happened. Graypaw was a pretty... Uh, caught, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, called a pretty black and white she-cat. Ravenpaw sh shuffle, shyly shuffled his paws and shook his head. Come on, Ravenpaw, insisted the other. Ravenpaw looked around and saw Firepaw and Graypaw at the edge of the crowd. Ra Firepaw nodded encouragingly. Ravenpaw flicked his tail and acknowledged and began to hit, and began his story. He stumbled a bit at first, but he continued. The tremor disappeared from his voice, and his audience leaned in, their eyes growing wider. Fur was flying everywhere. Blood splattered the leaves of the bramble bushes. Bright red against green. I just I just fought off a huge warrior and sent him squealing into the bushes when, when the ground shook, and I heard a warrior scream. It was Oakheart. Red Redtail raced past me. 
his mouth dripping dripping blood and his fur torn. Okar is dead, he howled. Then he rushed off to help Tigerclaw as he fought another warrior. Who would have to who have who wouldn't have thought Raven Paul was such a good storyteller? Gray Paul and murmured to Firepaw, sounding impressed. But Raven Paul, uh, Firepaw was thinking of something else. That what was it? Raven Paul had said that Redtail had killed o- Oakheart, but apor- according to Tigerclaw, Oakheart had killed Redtail, and he, Tigerclaw, had killed Oakheart in, re- in revenge. If Red Redtail killed. Oakheart, then who killed Redtail? Firepaw hissed Graypaw. If who did what? Graypaw echoed absentmindedly. He was only half listening to Firepaw. Firepaw shook his head to clear it. Ravenpaw must have made a mistake. He thought he must have meant Tigerclaw. Oh, sorry guys, I'm tired. Um, loudness. Um, Raven Paul must have made a mistake, he thought. He must have meant Tiger Claw. Raven Paul was coming to the end of his story. Finally, Redtail dragged the wheeling cat off Tiger Claw by his tail, and with the strength of the whole of Tiger Clan, flung him into the bushes. A moving shadow caught Firepaw's eye. He glanced down and saw Tiger Claw standing short distance away. The, away. the warrior was watching Raven Paul with an iron stare, unaware of this of his mentor's presence, Ravenpaw continued to answer question after question to his enthusiastic audience. What were Oakheart's dying words? Is it true that Oakheart had never lost a battle before? Ravenpaw replied promptly, with his voice high and clear and his eyes shining. But when Firepaw glanced at Targerclaw, he saw a look of horror and then fury creep over the warrior's face. Clearly, Tiger Claw wasn't enjoying Ravenpaw's story at all. Firepaw was about to say something to Gray Paul when a loud yell yells signaled to all the cats for quiet. Firepaw couldn't help feeling relieved as Ravenpaw fell silent at last, and Tiger Claw turned away. Firepaw looked up to see where the yell had come from. The three cats silhouetted against the moonlight sky on the top of the Great Rock. They were Blue Star, Broken Star, and Crooked Star. The clan leaders were 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 about to begin the meeting, but where was Wind Clan? Surely that they won't start the meeting without Tall Star. Firepaw hissed under his breath. I don't know. Graypaw muttered back. Haven't you noticed? There isn't a single Wind Cat here whispered a river clan apprentice on the other side of firepaw firepaw guessed that the similar conversations were now going all around him as the other cats were gathering beneath the great rock and an unsettled murmuring rumbled in their throats we can't start yet yet yelled one voice above the noise where are the wind clan representatives we must wait till all the clans are present on top of the great rock blue star stepped forward her gray fur glowed almost white in the moonlight. Cats of all clans, welcome, she, she mewed in a clear voice. It is true that Wind Clan is not present, but Broken Star wishes to speak anyway. Broken Star padded noiselessly up to the stand beside Blue Star. He surveyed the, surveyed the crowd for a few moments, then his orange eyes burning. Then he...
Then he took a deep breath and began. Friends, I come to speak to you tonight about the needs of ShadowClan. But he was interrupted by raised and patient voices from below. Where's Tallstar? Tallstar, cried one. Where are the WindClan warriors? yelled another. Broken stretched, stretched, Broken Star stretched up up to his full height and lashed his tail from side to side. As the leader of ShadowClan, it is my right to address you here, he growled in a voice full of menace. The crowd fell into an uneasy silence around him. Fireball could smell that arcid tang of fear. Broken Star yelled again. We all know that the hard time of Leaf Bear and late New Leaf has left us with little prey in our hunting grounds. But we also know that one clan and river clan and thunder clan lost many kits in the freezing weather that came so late this season. Shadow clan did not lose kits. We are hardened to the cold north wind. Our kits are stronger than yours from the moment they are born. They are born from the moment they are born. And so we need to find ourselves with many mouths to feed and too little prey, prey to feed them. The crowd still silent listened anciently, an- anxiously. The needs of Shadow Clan are simple. In order to survive, we must increase our hunting territory. That is why I insist that you all allow Shadow Clan warriors to hunt in your territories. A shocked but muted, a shocked but muted growl rip, rippled through the crowd. Share our hunting grounds. Called out. Uh, called out. Hunt. Called the out ragged voice of Tiger Claw. It is unpredicted. Cried a short tortoiseshell queen from River Clan. The cats have never shared the hunting rights. Should Shadow Clan be punished because our kids thrive? Yelled Broken Sir from the Great Rock. Do you want us to watch our young starve? You must share what what. What you have with us must spat smallier furiously from the back of the crowd must replied broken star when Clarendon failed to understand this in the end, we were forced to drive them out of their territory. Snarls of outrage burst from the crowd, but broken stars a caterwaul rang loud above them. And if we have to, we will drive you all out of your hunting grounds in order to feed our hungry kits. There was an instant silence on the other side of the clearing. Firepaw heard a River Clan apprentice start to mutter something, but he was quickly hushed by an elder. Satisfied that he had every cat's attention, Broken Star continued. Each year, the two legs spoil more of our territory. At least one clan must remain strong. If all the clans are to survive, Shadow Clan thrives while you, are sh- you all struggle. And there may come a time when you will need us to protect you. You doubt our strength, his tiger claw. His pale eyes gra- glared threateningly at the Shadow Clan leader, and his powerful shoulders rippled with tension. I do not ask for your answer now. Broken Star ignored the warrior's challenge. You must each go away and consider my words, but bear this in mind. Would you prefer to share your prey or be driven out and left homeless and starving? Warriors, elders, and apprentices looked at one another in disbelief. In the anxious pause that followed, Crooked Star stepped forward. 
I have already agreed to allow ShadowClan some hunting rights in the river that runs through our territory. He meowed quietly, gazing down at, on his clan. Horror and humiliation r- rippled through the river clan cats at their leader's wo- at their leader's words. We are not consulted," cried a grizzled silver tabby. "I feel that th- this is best for the, our clan, for all the clans." Crooked Star explained, his voice heavy with resentation. There are plenty of fish in the river. It is better to share our prey than spill blood fighting over it. And what of ThunderClan? Smellier croaked. Blue Star, have you too agreed to this outrageous demand? Blue Star unwaveringly met the old cat's eyes. I have made no agreement with Broken Star except that I shall discuss his his part. <laughs> with my clan after the gathering. But at least there's something, muttered Greypaw in Firepaw's ears. We'll show them that not at, we're not as soft as the yellow-bellied Reaver clan. Broken Star spoke up again. His rasping voice sounded at, a, arrogant and strong after Crooked Star's surrender. I also bring you news that is important to our, to the safety of your kits. Shadow Clan Cat has turned rogue and spurned the warrior's code. We chased her out of our camp, but we do not know where she is now. She looks like a mangy old creature, and but she has a bite like Tiger Clan. Firepaws fur bristle. Could Bergenstar possibly be talking about Yellowfang? He pricked up his ears, curious to hear more. She is dangerous, I warn you. Do not offer her shelter to her, and Broken Star paused dramatically until she is caught and killed. I urge you to keep a close eye on your kits. Firepaw knew from the nervous growl that rumbled in the throats of the Thunder Clan cats that they too had thought of yelping. The bold she cat had done nothing to endear herself to her reluctant. Hosts and Firepaw guessed it wouldn't take too much to drum up hatred against her. Even the words of despised enemy like Broken Star would be enough. The Shadow Clan warriors began to push their way out of the throng of cats. Broken Star leaped down from the rock of his warriors immediately. Wait, leaped down from the rock, and his warriors immediately surrounded him and escorted him away from four trees. Back into Shadow Clan territory, the remaining Shadow Clan cats follow quickly behind, including the undersized Tabby Lionheart I qu- questioned earlier. But among the other Shadow Clan princesses, Tabby no longer looked unusually small. They all looked tiny and undernourished, more like kits or th- or three or four moons than full-fledged apprentices. What do you think of that? Graypaw mewed in a low voice. Raven Paul bounded over before Firepaw could reply. What's going to happen now? He wailed. His fur plus puffed up in alarm. <laughs> Pluffed, <laughs> fluffed up in alarm, and his eyes wider than ever. Firepaw didn't answer. The elders of the Thunder Clan were gathering nearby, and he was straining to hear what they were saying. That must be Yellowfang he was talking about, growled Smallier. Well, she did snap at Golden Flower's youngest kit the other day, murmured Speckletail darkly. She was the oldest nursery queen and fiercely protective of all the kits. 
and we've we've left her behind with the camp virtually under un, unguarded wailed one eye who for once seemed to be having no trouble hearing everything i tried to tell you that 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 i tried to tell you that she was a danger to us his dark stripe Blooster has to listen to reason now and get rid of her before she harms any of our young. Tigerclaw strode up and to the group. We must return to camp at once and deal with this rogue, he yelled. Firepaw didn't, didn't stop to hear more. His mind was spinning, loyal as he was to his clan. He just couldn't believe that Yellowfang would be a danger to kids. Frightened for the old she-cat, burning, burning with questions only she could answer. He raced away from Greypaw and Ravenpaw without a word. He ch- charged up the hillside and pelted through the forest. Had he made a, been a, excuse me, had he been mistaken about Yellowfang, if he warned her about the danger she was in, would he risking his own, his own position in Thunderclan? <coughs> excuse me. Whatever trouble he got himself into, he had to find out truth from her before the other cats go got back to camp. That is the end of um chapter twelve. Um, sorry about that. After the break, I sung. I stuttered a lot. Um, but yeah, I wonder what's gonna happen um next with Yelfing. Um, also um. By the way, I'm trying to get um my friend to um do a podcast with me, um do an episode at least. Um but until then I'll just keep reading every Saturday. Um maybe like throw in a bonus episode every now and then. Um but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy uh the um uh rest of the book. Bye.